Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. Far and wide. Welcome in to episode 186 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Monday of Bets, also known as December the 20th, 2021, if you have yet to check your calendar today. Cannot thank you enough for stopping by, and we have one hell of a show on tap to kick off the week of Christmas, but before we get into that show, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. Or if you're watching on one of our social media platforms, uh, make sure you hit that like button or follow button there so you don't miss any of our additional social media content. But one more group of people, if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too. If you have not already, as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete. Next item up on the docket. You could be so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you are watching today's show. Take an extra second to hit that like button. Leave us a comment, leave us a rating, jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Hey, maybe uh, hit that share button. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned degenerate, and they like cash and tickets just like us because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod. And when you do all of those things, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it because it only helps Helps us make TTL Sports Media and our brand bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will locate the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us for episode number 186, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host Colton, Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some picks, get some insights, analysis, dive into some rabbit holes, run to the pay window a few times, everything in between on this beautiful Monday, December the 20th, 2021, now so you don't have to check your calendar for the second time. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. 
not only from this weekend, but uh, for today, going into the week, going all the way into uh, this upcoming weekend, which is uh, when jolly old St. Nick comes sliding down the chimney. Uh, that will be Friday evening into uh, Saturday morning. We'll talk all about that, what our plans are for the upcoming week. But without further ado, my friends, it is time to bring in the second half of the TTL pod. The man. The myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and let's not forget around this time of the year, even though I am proudly repping the Bears here and here, the TTL's resident Southsider and cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armax, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic on this fine Monday morning. We've got Loads and loads to talk about. We've got football coming up. We had fights this weekend. I can't wait to dive into every single different rabbit hole that we can find this from this weekend, this upcoming week, man. Because uh, we had an interesting weekend of sports action, a hell of a weekend of sports action. And we got two NFL games today, some bowl action today and tomorrow for the NFL as well. So we got a hell of a week. We got a hell of a day, partner. Let's get into it. Let's go, dude. I... uh I guess I didn't really realize until I started. I knew it, but I didn't really look into it deep as far as, dude, we have college football tomorrow, NFL tomorrow. We have college football the rest of the week. I know I've been talking about it a lot, but now it's really starting to sink in, you know, like a bassinet at your front door. You understand? You got to let that yeah. let that sink in. You understand what I'm saying? A hundred percent. And I mean, I know everyone was, uh, you know, feeling, I don't know if salty was the right word or not, but having certain opinions, uh, and we talked about it as far as what the hell is the NFL doing? They're not, uh, you know, standing by their words, but at the same time, I'm not going to scoff at a Monday, Tuesday, doubleheader of action, my friend. I mean, as funny as uh, funny business is uh, that the NFL has been doing. We get to sit our ass down on the couch or, or do whatever you need to do during that time with hey, a doubleheader today to and do. tomorrow, dude. Oh, Come on. I Come on. am juiced. I am excited. I can't wait. Um, said it on Saturday, but I mean, Saturday evening NFL and then now Monday and Tuesday evening NFL double headers. I mean, it, it's insane. I know we usually have Monday NFL, but not double headers and then not to follow it up on Tuesday and then not to get on Thursday. I mean, it is that time of the year, boys and girls. We're going to start having college basketball start at like 10, 11 a.m. while yeah. we're live on the show, going all the way to 10, 11 p.m. at night. That's Central Standard Time for uh, you Eastern Mountain and uh, specific viewers. Uh, also, we got uh, college football wrapping up. It's officially bowl season. Uh, I am 4-1, and one, kicking it off hot, ready to rock and roll. Hopefully I can keep that streak going here. Uh, we're on the same side for our college football play today. I'm hoping it's not going to turn into a public dog. A little uh, little scared, but that's all right. We'll talk <laughs> through it. We'll get, uh, we'll get through it here on the show. Uh, but speaking of the NFL, before we uh, talk about today's show, everything in between, we did have a handful of bets from uh, yesterday and Saturday. Partner had two, and I had three. So without further ado, you know we're a full transparency show. We'll always recap all of our best bets of every single prior day or whenever you last see us, which would have been Friday when we dissed these bad boys out. So week uh, 15, NFL uh, best bets recap. Still more to come because week 15 doesn't wrap up until Tuesday. Without further ado, <laughs> our best bets from yesterday. Um, first things first, actually from Saturday, Patriots, money line and the plus two and a half, no go in Indianapolis. No. The Colts gave it to them. Um, 
Carson Wentz didn't play well at all. He didn't need to. Uh, the Colts still beat the Patriots yep. with their running game. I couldn't believe it. It was uh, the exact thing that we anticipated. I'm sure it's exactly what Bill Belichick anticipated. I just think that team didn't show up. They thought it was going to be a walk in the park because they knew what was supposed to happen, and they just didn't make it happen. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, Patriots going forward? I mean, we got a big AFC East matchup, Patriots-Bills, coming up here week 16. Yeah, not sure. Haven't dove into that matchup yet. I think Mac Jones kind of on the road, rookie quarterback, tough environment. Uh, I mean, we all expected Bill Belichick and the boys to be ready, but Mac Jones uh, himself more than anyone just wasn't ready the first 75% of the game, and then it was a little too uh, too little too late after that. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, definitely not off the Patriots bandwagon by any means or betting, nah. bandwagon, betting bandwagon, That's so to helpful. speak. But, uh, yeah, seriously. But uh, we'll see. Like I said, haven't dove into this upcoming matchup uh, against the Bills, but that is a big one, like you said, partner. Yeah, most definitely. Um, gotta kind of stop here because it is your only be- other best bet of the yeah. weekend. TTL showdown, Broncos, Bengals. I told you, don't trust a man. Do not trust him. Now, granted, uh, Teddy Two Gloves uh, going out. T's and P's. I have yeah. heard this morning and last night that all of his extremities are moving. He's good okay, to, I didn't uh, hear he's, that. Nice. It seems to be he's good to go. Um, I also got kind of an update on Donald Parham. It does not. It sounds like he's still in the hospital. I don't know exactly what's going on, but T's and P's to both of those guys. Yeah. Full speed of recoveries. That was insane. Kind of almost the same. That Teddy Two Gloves was more uh, more contact than Parham Parham's yeah. was, but either way, I mean, still way, man. T's and P's to the boys yep. out there. You know, it's a dangerous sport. We always know it's a dangerous sport, but never like to see that shit. Either way, your boy won the TTL showdown. Yeah, Slowly yeah, yeah. scrapping and clawing my way back on top of the matchups. And then last but certainly not least, I uh, I talked out of my ass yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> I uh, I said, holy hell, the, uh, well, if it wouldn't have been Twitter, I would have said the Jags are going to fuck around and win and cover uh, in this game. And yeah. uh they didn't either. I had the Texans on Friday. I was fine with it at the three and a half. I was fine with still backing it. I just didn't want to put it on the parlay. Um, speaking of that balcony bets parlay, barely missed it. Uh, Carolina and the service academies kicked our ass. Uh, should have brought it down to five. I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. Sometimes I wake up on Sunday mornings just feeling fucking dangerous. It's and Sunday, then man. Hey, yeah. and then we go two and one, and it's okay. Because if, yeah. you, if you follow me on, on the action app, hashtag at Cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at rmags in all caps, and you can follow the Talking the Line Best Bets for Mary show at Talking the Line. Uh, if you follow me there, I mean, I put my unit system, I put everything down. You follow that, you're going to know what it is. But there you go. There you have it. Myself and Mr. Riley R. Mags Magnuson's Best Bets of the Week 15 NFL Sunday. There you go. There you have it. Um, as far as uh, Saturday college football and um, college basketball, not too shabby. Um, starting to really find the footing in college basketball, I will tell you that. Um, not terrible. Kind of a wheel spinner on uh, on Saturday as far as college basketball. But there's, I, I think that was like the last Saturday that I'm going to fall into some of those key critical traps. I, I really I think we're in the right spot here now um, as far as like that George Mason call yeah. against Georgia. I'm starting to see those, that Providence, um, UNT. That UAB minus three, I still probably would take UAB um, over West Virginia nine times out of ten just with that line movement, what happened. Uh, UNCA, UNC Asheville, dude, wagon at home does not matter, especially if they're getting points. Take the points. They won 79 to 64, three and a half point dogs. I was beating the drum on those three plays. Those were probably my three plays, UNT, UNCA, and George Mason. So I 
I found I found where we need to be, found where we need to go. Don't need to be uh, fitting ourselves into uh, shit that doesn't make sense. So college football obviously told you four and one start to the bowl season. How'd you uh, how'd you shake out overall Saturday and Sunday as well? Pretty similar, my man. Uh, yesterday, lost some units yesterday, but as far as Friday, Saturday, had a solid weekend for myself. Iowa minus five was definitely my best uh, basketball pick of the day. My one that I said, oh, yeah. buyer beware, Texas A&M uh, minus four and a half, which dropped on to minus three. Looked like the biggest trap of the day. They ended up covering and winning by 10. So uh, no idea what the hell was going on with that line, but it felt pretty solid about the entire weekend, my man. Uh, like I said, aside from yesterday, had a, uh, my first losing Packers day in a while. Got... Uh, uh, a couple that uh, I think yeah, I had an Alan Lazard touchdown for plus 230. That would have been nice. Went right through his hand to seal the oh, game. Yeah. Seal the game. That would have given me, uh, honestly, a pretty nice day yesterday. But uh, nonetheless, hit my little bit of everything parlay on Saturday. First one Look I've you. given out in a while and hit that Look bad boy. You. So uh, Carson Wentz INT was the final sixth and final leg and got it to the window. So pretty solid weekend my, uh, for myself, my man. Uh, obviously, it. could have been a little bit better yesterday. But hey, Most uh, up units nonetheless. Hey, same here, my friend. Uh, looks like we are in the black, as they would say uh, in the industry, from the uh, the past weekend. So time to keep the money train steaming down the tracks, if I do say so myself. What's coming up on today's show? Well, obviously, you know, it's going to be a windy one as per usual. You might as well lock in now and take the over. We got plenty of rabbit holes to dive into along the way, but the main bulk of the nonsense happening today. Monday's best bets. You got our mags picks. He's got three coming at you. We're lining up on one, so we'll call it a crew play. He's got two coming at you with one crew play. And then my best bets, I got two coming at you with that crew play. So we're pretty much kind of uh, lining up as far as how many picks we're dishing out. But he's going to the NFL and the low to mid-major king is uh, entering the chat here today. So there you go. There you have it. Special play of the day, Monday Madness Parlay. We got four total legs or three total legs on that bad boy. I'm sorry. We uh, discussed four, ended up knocking it to three, still paying out over seven to one odds. So make sure you stay tuned for that. That'll be the third segment of the day. Then the cubicle objects that be, thanks for uh, reminding me, Colton, Uh, the Moneyline Dice. Hey, talking to myself in third person. There There you go. go. Uh, Moneyline Dice gracing us with their presence daily roll going to the NHL ice. They're lacing up the skates for the matchup between the Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. So we'll have that for the first half of the show. Moneyline Dice always segue us into the second half. Our mag sidebar, usual banter. Uh, we'll talk about some daily leans. I got a handful, uh, not even really a handful, just some that we even talked about we wanted to back, but uh, we'll talk about them a little further on the show. Um, outside of that, a couple of uh, key announcements, wise words, episode number five being recorded today. We'll talk about that a little bit. Really excited to talk about or talk with that guest. So yes, sir. stick around, second half of the show. Uh, outside of that, uh, about all that I have uh, on this front, partner, Anything else uh, you got on your end before I kick this bad boy off? No, sir. I mean some breaking news, but it ties directly into my one of my two picks of the day, so I'll save it for that. Okie dokie. So there you go. There you have it. Well, without further ado, cut all the nonsense, quit the drama, and cut the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks picks, insights, analysis, diving into a few rabbit holes along the way, but most importantly, running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, it's time to get into the first segment of the day. 
Monday's best bets of the day, kicking it off with our mags best bets of the day. Told you he's got three coming at you. We're lining up on one. Partner, before you let it rip and let him have it, I ask you to lift your mug. Ah. To me. Total whiff on the screen. Ah. <laughs> to you over there, sir, and all you beautiful people. Sipping on the black elixir with the gods on this gorgeous Monday of bets, also known as December 20th, 2021. Take your sip, and I'll be right back. I ran out of mine. I was just being Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I got a fresh cup, and I'm all with it. Okay, partner, without further ado, you have the floor. All righty, my friend. I appreciate you. So Appreciate you, be- too, dude. I thank you, Tim. Happy Monday. Uh, I will be heading to the NFL, as you mentioned, for my first couple today. And, partner, I don't know, and for many good reasons. I don't know if I've ever seen an NFL line flip, drop, soar, go back and forth, flip to favorite, flip to dog, more than I have with this Browns and Raiders Correct. game. And uh, mm-hmm. rightfully so, obviously, with all these COVID outages, mm-hmm. getting moved to Tuesday, thinking mm-hmm. everyone's going to be back in. But – it is going to be Nick Mullins tonight at uh, quarterback for the Browns. Ooh. And despite these uh, struggles that the Raiders have seen lately, I am taking. Uh, I caught it at plus three. Raiders plus three. It has since. Looking like it has flipped to Raiders minus two and a half. I would be still comfortable with the Raiders up to that number. Wouldn't go past three. I still like it despite all this goofy movement. And it is rightfully so. And I'll explain why here in a second. I think this is a different matchup for the Raiders. Even if... Baker Mayfield and uh, or Case Keenum were in uh, at quarterback. This is a different matchup that the Raiders have seen uh, compared to their last handful of games. Browns over their last three games partner, dead last in opponents' yard per completion. I think the Raiders are going to be able to move the ball today despite not having Darren Waller. Obviously, it would feel a lot better if that guy was in there, but I still think this offense is going to find some success today in a bounce-back spot. We've seen them all year long. They've had a couple different times where they've lost a couple back-to-back, and then they bounce back in that third game. They did have one three-game losing streak, but they bounce back after that one. Uh, I think their backs are against the wall today at six and seven straight up, staring down a team one game ahead of them in this nasty, nasty AFC playoff chase. Uh, I think they've got some uh, got some nasty, value today. Nasty. Nasty, nasty playoff race. Uh, the Raiders right now. Uh, one thing that I keep I see. I one thing I keep seeing people point to is this Raiders or uh, Browns rushing attack versus this Raiders rushing defense. And I get it. That number on the season, the Raiders rushing total uh, yards allowed on rushing throughout the entire season isn't great. But over the last three games, tenth in yards per carry allowed are the Raiders. So I think they're going to slow down Nick Chubb and company a little more than people are expecting. Uh, and I wrote this one down before I saw the Nick Mullins news, but I think it still bears mentioning. Browns 28th in completion percentage on offense over the last three. Uh, but like I mentioned, now it is Nick Mullins. But partner, also, we've got uh, no Kevin Stefanski, at least expected to not be Kevin Stefanski. You that means say. Nick Mullins, who had a 2-6 and straight-up record in 2020 with the old Raiders and Kyle Shanahan, that means it's going to be a little Nick Mullins and Freddie Kitchens action tonight in Cleveland. Party, you tell me if you feel uh, boy, confident boy, in that uh, difference there. Nick Mullins and Kyle Shanahan, Nick Mullins and Freddie Kitchens. I don't know about you, but uh, I am a big old fader of the wait, Freddie wait, Kitchens play-calling train. Go ahead, what's up? Freddie Kitchens is with Cleveland? Freddie. Wrong, wrong team, huh? That was where Freddie he Clinton's is with the Giants. Okay, whiff, total okay. whiff. Hey, My no bad. problem, no total problem. I'm just making sure, whiff. making sure I had. Glad uh, you caught me there. Uh, yeah, that's total nonsense. Ignore what I just said. There is still no Kevin Stefanski tonight. Uh, Freddie so Kitchens <laughs> play calling. You've been under a rock for last week, bub. Apparently, <laughs> or yeah. last year. Um, 
Yeah, Freddy Kitchens isn't in Cleveland anymore, so ignore no, everything no. that. Uh, no, at least the last a, part that I just so said, good. everything till that point still stands. Nick Mullins, 2-6 with a known good play caller in Kyle Shanahan. Now uh, getting someone that's not Kevin Stefanski. I freaking apologize. Wow, I'm eating my words. Nonetheless, that doesn't change my opinions whatsoever. Give me the Raiders at the number I caught it at. Love it there, and I even still like it at minus 2.5, partner. Save me a little bit here. Please. Alex Van Pelt <laughs> would be your offensive I am a big old fan of Alex friend. Van Pelt. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure you are. I'm sure uh, he has been just uh, dialing it up, doing what he's got to do, doing what he needs to do in the league for quite some time now. Uh, there is no Freddie Kitchens on no, the uh, no. Cleveland Browns anymore. No, no. Joe Woods could potentially yep. be going as well. Great Uncle man. COVID is a son of a bitch to clear all that up. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is in the uh, New York Football Giants yes, organization. Took over after Mr. Jason Garrett. Yep, yep. Jason Garrett was fired. Now you're following. It's all good. You were just you were just asleep. It's okay. You're waking up I've, now. Everything's all good. Everything. What the hell I did there? Hey, I've been nope. all over this Freddie Kitchens fade the Giants train for the last four weeks. And I now, figured you uh, just you were just waiting again to be able Brown. to do. It. And you're like, oh, Browns, Freddie Kitchens. I can fade him. Yep. And it, it just the things. Hey, sometimes we're humming beans, my man. Yep. Brains. Nerves, I was waiting for that home cross. run to knock it out of the park at the yeah. end there. Kevin yeah. Stefanski. And, I, or, I, I mean, saved Nicole. you. At least I saved yeah, you. Because I could have been sitting here and you could have been like, and how about that Freddie Kitchens shit? And I'd have been like, uh, partner, we're going to have to backtrack that yeah. about 10 minutes. Okay, but glad we didn't of, have to. None of that steps on the toes of anything else. The first no, 90% sir. of what I talked about, that doesn't change anything. No, any sir. So, I, uh, I, uh, excellent. If you guys <laughs> are wanting NFL action, uh, side with Mags here today. I am uh, not playing any NFL. I, I made a promise to myself. With the Bears playing and then with this Browns and Raiders, you said at the beginning, the line moving all over the place. I made a promise to myself to stay out of that and also stay out of the Bears game. You see, I got the fucking shirt on. I got the fucking hat on. I want the boys to win this division game more than anything on the planet i am not putting any monetary liability on it all that being said partner's first best bet of the day the las vegas raiders plus three he's diving deep he's got another play on the nfl gridiron i once again am sitting on the sidelines but i wish him all the luck and i think he is on both of the right sides so partner once again Hopefully uh, you don't get things confused with maybe Vic Fangio still being the defensive coordinator <laughs> of the Chicago Bears. Fair, Without fair further shot, ado, hey, no problem. It was out there, <laughs> low-hanging fruit. That's 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 That was low-hanging fruit. I apologize. Without further ado, let it rip. Let him have it. Your second best bet of the day, my man. All right, my friend. I, uh, <laughs> thank you for helping me out there. That was a free jab. That was a free no jab. Problem. I'll give you that no one. No problem. But I am taking, despite the clothes that I am wearing today on my Victory Monday, I am taking the Chicago Bears plus the seven at home against the Minnesota Vikings, despite some of these outages they have on defense. And it has since dropped down to six and a half since this morning where I saw it, partner. I still like it there because I'm going to start with some trends and then move in the opposite direction, my friend. Uh, this Vikings team, 1-4 and four ATS last five in Soldier Field are the Vikings and 2-6 and six ATS the last eight meetings. And your Bears have won five in the last six games of these two uh, between these two teams, my friend. Partner, we've hammered in plays like this when there's that type of success with the divisional team all season long, and it has been extremely profitable. I'm going to back it again here tonight. We didn't bet on it last night, but the Saints over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was another one of those things. The Saints in the regular season since Tom Brady has been in Tampa have absolutely owned Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now this Bears team doing this to this Vikings team, it's the same story. We've seen it with the Niners over the Rams early in the season, Niner, or uh, vice versa, Niners over the Rams and Rams over the Cardinals. 
We've seen it with the Cowboys over Washington last week. These divisional trends where one team has ownership over the other team in the la- over the last two, three seasons, it continues. And that's what I'm betting on here tonight. I do I do think there's an outside chance that the Bears can win. But like I said, I'm not going to that. I am going to the points. Uh, this Vikings defense, despite everything that's going on, uh, this Vikings defense still isn't performing well. 28th in the league in yards per plate allowed. 27th in opponents' first downs per game allowed. Ooh. And your Bears partner, uh, 29th in the season in yards per play uh, on offense. 15th in yards per play over the last three games and 13th in first downs per game over the last three uh, games compared to 28th on the season. I don't want to say that things are, uh, you know, the sky isn't falling necessarily, <laughs> but the sky isn't falling as hard as it was a few weeks ago, my friend. Uh, yeah, Rokon, Rokon Smith oh. and Akeem Hicks being questionable. Oh. Those are obviously key players there. If those guys are in, then I feel fantastic about this one. A little bit concerned if they aren't, but uh, you know this Vikings team partner. We mentioned it all season long. They have only played one game this entire season that did not end in more than one, or that ended in one possession. It was a 13-point game in September at home in Seattle. Every single other one of their games has been eight points or less, a one-possession game, and I think that's what we see here tonight on the road. So give me for my second one the Chicago Bears plus the seven points, my friend. Why do you got to do this to me, dude? Why do you got to do this and claim, you know, you Packer fans and your fucking ownership. I tell you what, you, 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 your ownership trends, your damn quarterback starts the ownership. And now, now, now I want to back it so bad. I want to back it tell so bad, Megan. Every, you're not, you're not lying. You're not lying. And everything you are saying is correct. Spot on. You are on the right side. I will still sit on the sidelines and cheer. Maybe I'll get some navy blue and orange pom-poms by the time 720 rolls around. Mm. But as for now, fuck, we don't have Monday Night Manning once again, so that really blows. Uh, This would be be a spectacular one for it. NFC North Showdown Week 15, four left to play. Either way, partner's second best bet of the day, the Chicago Bears. Plus six and a half. All right, my friend. Third and final best bet of the day coming from you. We're lining up on it. We both found the value in it. Please dish it out, and I will uh, segue into my best bets of the day and uh, tag team anything that you leave out. Most definitely. Before I go on, it does look like Teddy Bridgewater has been released from the hospital and is doing well. Uh, per Let's go. That. So that is fantastic. Let's go. NFL's Good concussion protocol. Shit. Which, Good shit, Teddy Two Gloves. Good yeah, shit. It seems like, uh, you know, some of these have just been like total, almost like knockouts as opposed to like, you know, what looks like neck injuries at the time because they yeah. cart him off, get the face mask off. It looks real scary. Uh, and then it's just concussions, which I guess better safe than sorry. But yeah, Well, I didn't understand that one. Like, I guess, man, maybe this the head hitting the ground is a lot crazier than it in its seems because like i i thought whoever that defensive lineman was that hit him in the lower back like when that happened i saw that i was like holy shit that's like a spine injury like that was my first fucking thought i mean fucking t's and p's boys and girls thank goodness teddy two gloves we'll talk about that a little bit more uh second half of the show but partner keep it steaming this proverbial podcast train down the tracks with your third and final best bet of the day all righty third and final Going to the College Bowl game, uh, played here in just a sh- few short hours, partner, 1.30 Central Standard Time, going to the Old Dominion Monarchs at the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, uh, or not at, it is a neutral site, obviously, but mm. 
I caught this one at nine and a half, partner. I believe you caught it at eight and a half. Still mm. like both numbers, but yep, Old yep. Dominion plus the points Ooh, here in this bowl game. Let's go, Monarchs. Let's go, Monarchs. And I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm interested to hear your thoughts as far as since you hammered this in, what your thoughts are. But I like this one still, partner. These dogs in these bowl games have been extremely profitable. The books just appear to not really understand how to set these lines in these non-conference matchups between six and six teams, seven and five teams, eight and four. Mm. What's going on? But Old Dominion, what I do know is they're playing the year, their best football at this time right now. Looked like a uh, dumpster fire to start the season. They've read a lot of five straight wins, five straight covers. Uh, took care of a team that uh, looked solid on Friday afternoon in Middle Tennessee State partner, 24-17, oh. just a few oh. short weeks ago. Oh. Uh, and this, while this Tulsa team is playing decent right now, I think it is much closer than this spread would tell you, as has been the case with these other bowl games. And you mentioned it to me, partner. I don't want to steal your thunder, but... This uh, means more to this Old Dominion program than it does to Tulsa. Not saying oh, it means it absolutely nothing, uh, but this Tulsa team, who is a bigger team, I, I, I don't want to say they don't give a shit if they don't win, but I, I they don't think give this a damn. would be... They don't give a damn. I kind of, I'm kind of thinking of that, and we talk, we always talk about in these bowl games where is the motivation, and I think it's with Old Dominion partner. I don't have a ton more to drop down here for the most part. For the most part, I am backing what I believe is a valuable dog in a bowl game where they are wrong about all these lines so take it away partner if you've got some trends for me because that is all i've got today okay so just a quick flip here of the ticker i absolutely love the monarchs a quick flip of us and then shebang i absolutely love the monarchs and oh uh hey partner talk about motivation this is the myrtle beach bowl presented by tax act i'm sure that the tulsa golden hurricane are just absolutely electrified to go out on this field today this is the super bowl for the monarchs one key thing that i think it's going to come down to is that this old dominion defense is going to smack the golden hurricane square in the mouth no question about it no harm no foul you're just gonna see a good old-fashioned defensive beatdown couple of key numbers you need to know about Old Dominion, 61st, total yards allowed, 99th versus the pass, 26th versus the rush, something Tulsa loves to do offensively, 80th in points per game allowed, 27.6, you'll know why I mentioned that in a minute, 41st in big play success or against big play success, 47th against finishing drives or in finishing drive success on the defensive side of the ball. Straight up comparison in those numbers to Tulsa, and you will see why this is the edge of the game. 69th total yards allowed, a little bit worse for Tulsa D. 72nd against the pass, a little bit better, but Old Dominion has plenty of firepower offensively uh, through the air to get the job done. 62nd against the rush, so obviously way worse in that category, still within the top 100, but way worse than what Old Dominion is presenting defensively against the rush. 77th in points per game allowed, but 27.4, so almost identical in points per game allowed 57th compared to 41st for old dominion in big play success or against big plays and 81st against or uh, in finishing drives on the defensive side of the ball compared to 47th for old dominion i think the defense for the monarchs is really what stands out here to me and what gets the job done for the boys but you don't believe me you don't believe the guy that's popping back in the screen just believe the damn trends. Old Dominion, 5-0 ATS, last five overall. 4-1 ATS, last five as a pooch. 8-3 ATS, last 11 non-conference games. And the Golden Hurricane, they are 2-6 ATS, last eight against Conference USA opponents. Conference USA has been killing it so far to uh, open up bowl season here. And uh, this, I looked a little bit deeper into it. We talked about, we both talked about it. This being Old Dominion Super Bowl. This is only their second bowl game 
in their ninth FBS season, my friend. So yeah, you yeah, want to talk that's... about high stakes? This is only the second time that they're going to be big-time national television. This is the standalone game. They are coming in hyped. I would take this all the way down if it dropped through the floor to three and a half. I think they got a damn good shot to maybe take the fucking game out, right? Maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but hey, give me every point the book is willing to give me and my partner for our crew pick. Best bet of the day, Old Dominion Monarchs. Plus nine and a half, plus eight and a half, wherever it's at, as long as they're giving you points. Anything else in closing, my friend? I like that, man. I knew they were a uh, pretty fresh into the FBS. I did not know that stat, man. Second that means nine. that is like that is so, that, that's basically you need to prove that you belong in the FC, uh, in the FBS, man. Those players know that, man. That is that is important to that program, man. I ooh, I'm glad you laid that down. Little I like nugget, that a lot. Little nugget for you and everybody out there. You know that things things you're not gonna find anywhere else. You know you may go to the suits and they might tell you bullshit stats, but right here at the TTL pod, you're gonna find cold hard facts that nobody else lays out. Well, love it. Don't tell anybody we told you. All right. Without further ado. Partner, anything uh, left for your best bets of the day? Quick ticker no, change. Sir. All right. Well, we'll keep it steaming on down the tracks with uh, my two remaining best bets of the day. The mid to low mid major king has uh, now entered the chat, my friends. Two, count them, one, two best bets coming at you today. First one, I would say would be my favorite of the two, um, just because I haven't had an opportunity to back the other team, but I put them pretty much both on the exact same level. First match we're going up, or matchup we're going to, not match we're going up to is the ULM, University of Louisiana Monroe, Warhawks. How about that for a Warhawks, baby, versus the Lamar Cardinals. No, not Lamar Jackson, Lamar Cardinals. Yes, I know it's NFL season. You can get it confused a little bit. We're talking about the university, not the electrifying former MVP of the National Football League. We are taking, but I digress, the Warhawks, minus four and a half. And, you know, uh, a couple of key reasons as to why uh, this is going to be the side that you need to play. Number one, opened up right around three and a half without any juice. It steamed up to four and a half, still without any juice, and it will not drop down. This happened at 7.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and it will not drop back down. I think the books know they messed this up. I think they know this should be at six and a half, seven and a half, maybe eight and a half, but no one in their right mind is going to put money on Lamar if they see that type of movement and they will get killed. I know this is not a matchup that really matters anything, but I think they really messed this line up. Point blank period, Lamar is bad, bad, bad. Actually tried to bet him on this here show, and they burned us. They pushed us at home. It was on their home hardwood, and that's actually uh, something I wanted to mention. These 2-10 and ten straight up, 3-6, and 3-6-1 ATS, Lamar Cardinals are 2-1 and one straight up, 0-0-1 against the number at home. Now, I think that's why this uh, is so short. You're getting two baskets because there are 2-1 and one straight up at home. Oh, my goodness, they uh, have been so well. Well, if you want to back a team, that has been good against Wiley and Our Lady of the Lake Saints, eh, go right ahead, but I am going to stay so far away it's not even funny. ULM is uh, pretty solid on the road, actually. You look at their record, they're 1-4 straight up, 2-3 and three against the number on the road. However, let me tell you a little bit about those opponents. LSU, they failed to cover a plus 20 by two points. Oh, no. Auburn failed to cover a plus 26 by two points. Oh, no. Two both freaking firepower 
I don't even know how to put those teams into words. Yeah. They're so damn good at the beginning of the year. Louisiana Tech, who's been sneaky good, plus 16.5. They barely, barely missed that cover. And then they turned around, plus 16.5 again against SMU, covered it no problem. And then Stephen F. Austin, more recently, who's been a damn good team too, been sneaky as hell. They covered and won that game outright as 12-point dogs couple of key reasons also statistical wise if you don't believe my opinion you don't think it matters for anything worth a plug nickel I got some stats for you to back it up too on top of a couple of key trends uh the defenses are similar but I do believe uh ULM has the better offensive side uh I, I mean it's pretty clear in some of the key stats here 80.7 points per game for the Warhawks compared to 62.2 for the Cardinals they are 28th in two point percent compared to the Cardinals 300 14th in two point percent so I think they are just going to rain buckets in left right and center all over the court and it is not going to look good at all for the Cardinals I do believe that the Cardinals are going to get boat raced uh, because ULM is 77th in tempo compared to Lamar 304th it's not going to be good it's not going to be pretty whatsoever this is mainly a fade of Lamar but also a backing of ULM I told you off the show partner I uh, put this pretty close to your play last week of Texas Southern against uh, University of Texas Rio Grande Valley Vicaros. How about that for a mouthful? Killing it. Um, and that one covered easily. Uh, three and a half moved up to four and a half, and they won by 10 points. So I, I put that in the same same vein here. But you don't believe all of that all-encompassing? Believe the trends. ULM 5-0 ATS last five as a favorite. 6-1 ATS last seven following a straight up win. I can't make this up. They're 16-5-1 ATS. Their last 22 Monday games. They come into the week hot. 6-1 ATS. Their last seven on lunes. Lunes. That's for our Espanol viewers out there. Shout out to you guys as well. Lamar, 2-6 ATS last eight overall. 2-5-1 ATS last eight as a dog, and they suck against the Sun Belt. 1-4 ATS last five meetings with one of them, their opponents. I ain't backing a dog regardless of what they've been doing at home. The Warhawks are coming in and absolutely destroying the Cardinals at home. Give me the Warhawks minus four and a half for my first best bet of the day. I'll second. I like it, partner. Oh, sorry. I like what you said at the end there. Not the. I liked a lot of the things you said, but uh, if you get a, uh, you know, one thing I always like to say as far as these non-conference basketball games is the, you know, the mismatch of conferences. But when you can pick off the one, uh, one in four ATS versus that specific conference, mm-hmm. that ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. So I do like it, partner. Absolutely, big mismatch here, and uh, I do not think. Wherever they want to move this, if they moved it up to double digits, that would be the only spot I would not back ULM in. So, there you go. There you have it. Two best bets. Staying on the college basketball hardwood, going to the matchup between the St. Thomas Tommies and the Nebraska-Omaha. I don't even know what the hell they're called. Uh, Wish I could tell you. You know where I'm going now. Going to the Tommies, minus two and a half. I haven't had an opportunity to back them, but I talked about uh, maybe Wednesday of last week or Tuesday of last week, if you guys tuned in. Uh, we're going to be able to back the Tommies here pretty soon when they start playing some of this lower-level competition, uh, either non-conference or in their conference. And Nebraska-Omaha is one of those low-level teams, and they are bad, 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 bad. Much like I'm fading Lamar, I'm fading Nebraska-Omaha here. They're 1-10 straight up, 4-6 and six against the number. Even worse on their home hardwood. One and four straight up, one and three against the numbers. The Tommies, uh, they struggle a little bit, uh, struggled a little bit to open up the year, but I think now they're really starting to find their footing. They are five and six straight up, six and three ATS overall, and they've been pretty solid on the road so far. They're one and five straight up, so haven't been the best there, but they're four and two against the number. However, I think the reason why they're not so great straight up is because they played Drake 
a solid Seattle team, a really solid Youngstown State team. If you don't bet low majors, you won't know who Fordham is, but they're playing solid this year. St. Francis Brooklyn's playing solid this year, and the only one that I would scoff at would be Chicago State. But that was to open up the year, and I think they just came out a little bit flat. The Tommies are flat out just a better team here. Defensively, they're only allowing 71.2 points per game compared to Nebraska Omaha's 80 and a half points per game. Their offense, though, is really what it comes down to for me. This is going to be an offensive game. They're 122nd in AOE compared to Nebraska Omaha's 307th, 39th in expected field goal percent or effective field goal percent, 135th two-point percent, and 28th in three-point percent. All of those per Ken Palm shout out. Nebraska Omaha, simple comparison, to 288th effective field goal percent, 337th in two-point percent, and 115th in three-point percent. Also, the turnovers are going to be big here. Um, if anybody's going to cough up the rock, like I always say, it's not going to be the Tommies. They're seventh on uh, the offensive side of the ball in turnover percent per Ken Palm compared to Nebraska-Omaha. 313th outside of the top 300. So I think that's what it's going to come down to. I also think it's going to come down to uh, rebounding. Um, St. Tommy's, uh, or St. Tommy's, St. Thomas, Tommy's, talk about that as a mouthful for a team. 121st defensively, 332nd offensively. So not the best offensively, but Nebraska Omaha's got nothing either. 283rd offensively, 278 on the defensive side of the ball. So I think it comes down to hustle. I think it comes down to uh, St. Thomas's ability to shoot. And uh, they really are able to pull away at this minus two and a half. I don't think it's enough either. I would take it all the way up to minus four and a half here as well. Just just from what I've seen from uh, old Neom, Nebraska, Omaha so far this year. But you don't believe me. For the final time here today on My Best Bets, believe the trends. St. Thomas, 4-1 ATS, last five road games, 6-2 ATS, last eight overall. Nebraska, Omaha, 2-6 ATS, their last eight overall, 2-6 ATS, last eight as a dog, 1-6 ATS, last seven as a home dog. Can you say overvalued and 1-7 ATS, last eight home games, there's a team with a losing road record. Once again, can you say overvalued? That is what Nebraska, Omaha is being today. We're back in the Tommies, minus 2.5. Fine with any type of line movement, at least up two points. I like a partner. A few things. Uh, okay. First of all, got some YouTube clean, uh, comments to clean up over there. Oh, son uh, of a bitch. Thanks for letting me know. Yes, Appreciate sir. Most of our viewers like that sort of thing. I don't know. Who's hey, you know, are... who's to say? What the fuck? <laughs> Who are we? What do you know? Uh, see you later, love face. All right. Go. What else uh, you got? But yeah, that's all I got. I mean, that's not all I got. But uh, <laughs> up to three and a half. Up to three and a half is uh, the movement on that one. I like it, partner. Uh, it is also the Nebraska Omaha Mavericks to clean ah. up for you. Yeah, they uh, they ain't worth a damn. The Mavs ain't no. worth a damn. They are not the Dallas Mavericks. They are the uh, should be left out Mavericks is what they should go. be. So there you go. There you have it. My three best bets of the day. Mag's three best bets of the day. It's time to change the ticker for the third time today. Uh, before we recap all of the stuff we just went through for today's special play. Partner, you know we get a little wild, a little weird, a little crazy on Mondays. We go all across the board and we dish out the Monday Madness Parlay. Okay, without further ado, told you at the top of the show, three legs on this bad boy. It's paying out over 7-1 to one odds. Actually, depending on what book you use, do your line shopping. It could be a plus 670 or plus 740. Last time I checked, plus 740 pays out a little bit more. That's on DraftKings. FanDuel is at the plus 670. So do your line shopping wherever you see this at. Uh, Might have moved a little bit before we have uh, even gone live here today, but that's the last time I saw it. So without further ado, partner, 
Let's discuss the first matchup really quick. Okay. Going to the game between the South Carolina State. Uh, the, they are That's South Carolina. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Okay, appreciate you. Against the Citadel Bulldogs. It seems to me, partner, that when the Bulldogs of Citadel play a Bulldog of another variety or university variety, they seem to fall just a wee bit short. I'm kidding. That's not... It's not my only that's analysis. It. That's our analysis. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I got. Uh, no, not at all. Um, I, you know, if uh, you've watched this show in any capacity or, hey, maybe if you read the TTL newsletter coming up almost on a uh, year of TTL existence here, holy smokes. Um, I've been back in the uh, I've been back in the Citadel Bulldogs for a long, long, long time. And um, they just ain't doing it this year. They're not the same team. I don't know where they're at, and they do not need to be favored by double digits. Partner, you pointed this out to me. Um, these two teams have actually met already this year, and the Citadel Bulldogs won by exactly 12 points, wouldn't you know? So they set the spread right exactly the same number, and wouldn't you also know that we dug a little bit deeper and found that, oh, South Carolina State just played a pretty nice solid game on Saturday, and the Citadel has not played since December the 6th. Hmm, that's two weeks without a game. I think they're going to be a little bit rusty. I don't think we are going to see a double-digit victory from the Citadel, but who am I? Partner, what else you got? I mean, the last thing I can add, A, it's dropping down under uh, to 11.5 when they won by 12. Makes you think it's, uh, oh, give me that number. They can do please, it again. Please, right? please. Uh, but also, four, let's see, I believe it's four of the last five games. One of them, they didn't have a spread. Uh, but So three of those last four games, they won and covered. The only one they lost was uh, at Duke Blue Devils, which uh, I'm not sure oh. if you've heard of them, but that's uh, not exactly a great matchup for these old Bulldogs. Aside not from exactly. that, they've had some solid wins over some smaller teams, man. They took down USF uh, Bulls, not the Bulldogs, but the Bulls, and you know USF's not fantastic this year, but that's a nice win, man. And if you're giving me a team that's kind of churning along really nicely right now against a team that hasn't played in two weeks, and you're giving me 12 points, 11 and a half, 12 points, give me all those points every day, dude. For sure. There you go. There you have it. Uh, did you pull up a uh, tab on your computer? I don't think so, no. Oh, no. okay. You went a little fuzzy for a second. Oh. But there you go. There no, you no. have it, folks. First leg, you're back now. Uh, South Carolina State plus 11.5. We are fine with that line movement down. Next one up on tap, my friends. We're going to the matchup between the Western Michigan Broncos and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And boy, oh boy. We didn't want to do it, but we're both on the same side, and we said, well, when that happens, we just have to back it. So we're taking the Western Michigan Broncos plus 21 and a half. You're out of your damn mind if you think we are laying double digits, two decades worth of digits. I'm sorry, <laughs> over two decades worth of digits with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish that couldn't cover a twin-size bed if you call them a fucking king-size blanket. No way in hell. No disrespect. If you watch the show, you know me in any capacity. I hate the gold helmets. I hate the old green leaves. But, partner, you show them a little love. Can you give the old, uh, the old Western Michigan Broncos maybe some extra love because everybody knows you like the Irish a little bit more than I do? Well, I, I would say I, I don't say have the like. same hatred. You don't, it's more yeah, of a yeah, less, yeah, than, yes, less yes, dislike yes, than you, I would yes, say. Yes, a burning passion um, inside of me. No thanks, yeah. I'm good. Burning passion. But please, please continue. So I don't think this Irish is a bad team partner. They just aren't blowing teams out, if you ask me. And they're also getting a little overvalued because of that win over Kentucky. 
And I mentioned it, uh, I think it was last Saturday's show. I took Notre Dame and the points, four and a half. Back-to-back mm. years, Notre Dame just has this interesting recipe to beat Kentucky on their home floor, and they've done it back-to-back years. Yep. Then what does Kentucky do? They come back on Saturday and beat the pants off of North uh, North Carolina. Made it look like Kentucky is girls. that good. Yeah, Kentucky is that good, but uh, it's just a weird matchup for them. And then Notre Dame follows uh, that up with an eight-point loss uh, against Indiana on a neutral floor. But nonetheless, I, I, like I said, this Notre Dame team is just not blowing teams out. Of their, their four and five straight up, and three of those wins have come on a very similar spread, but they don't uh, beat these teams by 20. They just don't. They're a very slow-tempo team. They might control and dominate the entire game, but that doesn't mean they're going to win by 20 points. No. Last thing before I wrap <clears> it up, um, 84% of money on the Irish, 63%, 84% of uh, bets. But uh, they have not moved this line at all, partner. Can you, you can think, you go back real quick? You said sixty-three and eighty-three. Per, how many? Yeah, what percent bet. of bets? Sixty-three percent of bets, eighty-four percent of money. So some gotcha. action on the Irish, but they have not moved that line at all since we've seen it the, the last time we checked about an hour or so ago, partner. Love it. That tells me that uh, if the Irish were an easy win, they would have moved that up twenty-two and a half, twenty-three. So I like this uh, Western Michigan Broncos to keep this one within twenty, partner. Love how you close that, dude. Um, this might be a 15, 17-point box score game. It might yeah. honestly be. But I think for at least 30 minutes, if not 35 minutes, Western Michigan is going to keep this within sure. two baskets, three baskets. And then it might get a little bit out of hand, just like how free throws happen. Bigger team going against a smaller team. Mac team against a, well, I guess an independent school, but obviously a lot, a lot bigger team when sure. it comes to college basketball. So well, they're, they're ACC for basketball. Oh, they actually, are ACC in basketball. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. There you go. There you have it. That's how much I do not care about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. There you go. <laughs> there you have it. Western Michigan plus 21 and a half second leg. We'll keep the third leg nice and tight. I don't want to sound like a homer partner. This was actually your idea. You plucked it out. You drug it out. Any time that you give me the opportunity to back a member of the Chicago Bears to find the sacred side on a special play, you know I'm in like Flynn. So why don't you uh, tell everybody what's going on here today with the third and final leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. All right, partner. So third and final plus money to get this one some uh, really nice odds. We've got juicy your Chicago Bears running back David Montgomery to find the end zone. I talked about it in that analysis. I think there's going to be some points both sides here, partner. Oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. Minnesota rush defense is not very good, and they are not very good in the red zone at all. 21st in the league at red zone. Touchdowns allowed, 2.1 per game. Terrible. 2.7, 2.7 over the last three games. Terrible. And, uh a lot better at home, 1.5, but on the road, 2.6. Uh, if anyone's finding the end zone for the Bears, I think Bears could find it two, three times, but I feel pretty damn good that Montgomery's going to be one of those guys to get in there, partner. Hey, can you do me a favor real quick? Hmm? Can you sit up and back just a little bit real quick? Yeah. I was, just, <laughs> I was just making sure. I was just making sure that was there. Bears going to score two, three times. You hear what's coming out of this man's face. You cannot well, doubt dude. it when a Packers fan is saying things like this about one of his most hated teams in the league, and he is talking both. about them finding the sacred side. Yeah, I might hate <laughs> the Vikings a little bit more, so maybe no. don't proceed with any caution whatsoever. None at all. We are both on David Montgomery, third leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. You parlay all three of those bad boys up. We'll recap them here in just a minute. You know the odds, paying out over 7-1. to one. So, speaking of recap, let me get it pulled up here on the secondary screen. 
Without further ado, it's time to uh, make sure you guys have all of today's best bets of the day from the TTL crew available for your viewing pleasure. And one more time, if you're listening to the show, uh, so you can hear them, so you can get them hammered in on whatever your favorite sports book is right here and right now. So, without further ado, my friends, I humbly ask you to. Uh-oh, hold on. One second. It's the old uh it's the old it's the old glitching shit that I, I apologize, my friends. I apologize the old glitching thing that happens from time to time with the old wonderful stream yard. Oh now it's good, it's ready to rock and roll. My friends, it is time to Rip out your sports books, pull out your paper and your pens, maybe pencils if you are an accident-prone human being, or whatever other method you like to utilize to take stock of the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day. Me and the man I'm bringing back in the screen right here, right now. It is time to recap all of our best bets of the day for this beautiful, so you don't have to check your calendar for maybe about the sixth time here yet today, December the 20th, 2021. Our best bets for this beautiful Monday of action. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Here they go. Here they come. Here you go. If you would be so kind as to turn your attention directly above us, actually one spot more above us, top left of your screen where you see our mags picks. Three coming at you. He's going to the NFL gridiron first. He's taking the Las Vegas Raiders plus three against the Cleveland Browns and my Chicago Bears plus seven against the Oh, why am I blanking right now? The Minnesota Vikings. I am here. I it's okay. Do not worry. <laughs> Thank you, sir. More stuff going on because I wanted to say we're lining up on a play I absolutely love. We're taking the dog in the Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by TaxAct.com. Old Dominion. See, I had to make sure I got that. Old Dominion Monarchs plus nine and a half. I got him at eight and a half, but I am fine with it dropping down all the way below a touchdown to six and a half, maybe even lower. Uh, if you turn your attention, top right of the screen, on top of that, yes, see... Two plays coming from the college basketball hardwood for me. The low-mid-major king has entered the chat. We're taking the UL Monroe. That's University of Louisiana. Warhawks, minus four and a half. And we're also taking the St. Thomas Tommies, minus two and a half. Fine with any line movement on both of those, up to at least two points. No St. Thomas is up to minus three and a half right now if you are watching live. Once again, directly all the way above us, paying out at over 7-1 to one odds. Be sure to do your line shopping to get the most juicy price out there. The Monday Madness Parlay, three legs on that bad boy. Western Michigan Broncos, plus 21.5 against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. South Carolina State Bulldogs, plus 12.5 against the Citadel Bulldogs. And David Monty Montgomery to find the sacred side. Anytime touchdown score, plus 115 or plus 125, wherever you're seeing it. One more time for 7-1 to one odds total payout. The way I see it, we got six best bets of the day to get to the pay window and to fill our pockets full with nothing but cold, hard cash. But before we can do that, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day that are primed for ticket cashing in whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Hey, six, six to the window, like you said, dude. Oops, six to the window, TTL Crew's best bets of the day, not the special play, but 90 double no, triple no, quadruple no, whatever the special play is, but hey, TTL Crew's best bets of the day, six plays to the window, partner, do you have your broom out of the closet, sir? 
Oh, most definitely, dude. I do not uh, have my broom in the closet ever because I always keep it on deck for me. Okay. It's always ready to rock and roll. I like the, I like the vibes. I like the uh, mindset there, my friend. So there you go. There you have it. Hope you got them all taken stock of because they're about to go away in just a second because we have now another member of the crew has entered the chat. The cubicle objects, the all-knowing objects that be the money line dice are now live here on the screen. You see ML Dice roll Dow slash Min. As I bring us back into the screen, you say, Dallas isn't playing Minnesota today. What's going on? Where is that from? Well, we're lacing up the skates. We're getting a little crazy, and we're going to the ice. Actually, I'll tell you what, the Moneyline Dice are going to the ice for tonight's roll. The Minnesota Wild and the Dallas Stars. All right, so without further ado, partner, I need you to uh, set the stage. Where's this game being played at? Who's the favorite? Who's the dog? Maybe a little bit of odds movement. What do we got going on there? Where's the total set at? I'll get our honorable guests ready to rock and roll. <laughs> get it? Rock <laughs> and roll. And uh, as soon as you do all of that, we'll be ready to rock and roll times two. All righty, partner. So this one is in Dallas, Texas for tonight's matchup. Okay. Wild at the Stars. And those Stars are the home team. Uh, the Stars are the home team. They are the home favorite is what I was trying to say. Minus Ooh. 125 on the old fan duel. And the Wild coming in at plus 104. The over-under at 5.5. Wild coming in at 19-8 and straight up. I believe that's probably a little bit abbreviated with their overtime losses, whatever. 13-12 and are the Stars. Seems a little bit trappy. Since we have seen it, partner, it was uh, like 90% of bets on the Wild. Now I'm seeing 85% of bets on the Wild, but 66% of money on the Dallas Stars. So, interesting one here today. Uh, too many COVID outages for us to know what the hell's going on. But I, you know, I think the dice got it. I think the guys got this one, dude. Think, I know. Okay. They have all knowing in their okay. name, pal. I don't know shit about shit. We thought at one point in time we were hockey sharps. Ain't no more. We ain't. We ain't diving into this world till maybe even after damn near Valentine's Day. But we'll all have to sit around and wait to see what even happens if that even does happen. But I digress for today. And why welcome in the money line dice. Little ASMR for your Monday morning here. 58 minutes after the 10 o'clock hour. We have the home away die. We have the ATS money line die and we have the wild card die. We kick things off today with the home or away die. Will we be saddling up, partner, and oh hammering in the Dallas Stars? Or don't you know we're going up to Minnesota and hammering in the <laughs> old old Minnesota. We all find out in three, in two, in one. Home team. Home team, Dallas Stars. Okay. Home team. Home team, Dallas Stars. There you go. There you have it. First unofficial side selection. Now we go to the ATS or money line die. Will we be laying a puck and a half with the Dallas Stars? Huh. Haven't laid a puck and a half with anybody all year. Feels a little risque to say even uh, at that. But I would prefer to take the money line. However, I am not a hockey sharp. I do not know anything, nor does the man to my left. So we all once again find out where we will be taking or where we will be siding. In three. In two. In one. 
Money line. Money line. Minus 125 on the money line. Money Not bad. line. Straight up to Not you. Bad. Straight up to you. Shout out the money line dice logo. That is crispy as all hell. Need to get a uh I need to get a money line dice hat sent over this direction so I can Ooh, yeah. I can rep them on this show. Let me actually shout out money line. Uh, if you guys are watching on Twitter or anything, we can't ever see on the uh, stream yard if you are, but hey, shout out money line dice. Appreciate the hell out of you. I'll give you a uh, free plug here in a motion, uh in a in a minute here. Little uh little promo around the holiday season for the boys money line. Oh, yeah. Dice. But, but, before we do that, final roll of the day, wild card roll. Will the money line dice be doubling down for what it seems like now, maybe the hundredth and sixth yeah. day in a row? I don't know. They are so confident that they are going to be taking the Dallas Stars on the money line, or maybe they say, hey, we need a re-roll. We need a little extra FaceTime here. It is the holiday season. People need to see us glistening in the light nice for just a little bit longer. Stuffer. Nice little, nice stocking, little stuffer. stocking stuffer. Or, hey, you know what, boys? We're going to start this week out cashing some big tickets. So I'm going to go to the total, going to dish you out another one. I don't know where they're moving, how they're grooving, how they're rolling. But one thing I do know is that my partner doesn't know either. And one thing I also do know is that they're going to tell us here in a short second. So for the final time today, hopefully, I don't know, can't call it, who am I? We all find out what the money line Dice are hammering in. In three, in two, in one. Home ATS, home oh, ATS, and the odds on that bad boy are, partner? Plus 210 on the puck line. Dallas Stars minus one and a half. Little baby sprinkle will be a nice little payout for you there. The dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take, two tickets to the window, count them, one, two tickets to the window tonight. No questions, no qualms, no quarries, none of the bullshit. Not from any human being here on this planet, but from the all-knowing, inanimate objects that be the money line dies. Hammer in for a whole full unit. The home team Dallas Stars on the money line. And be who you can afford to be, a little bit of a sprinkle, maybe a quarter unit, whatever it might be for this beautiful Monday of bets. Take that juicy minus one and a half puck line with the Dallas Stars as well. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. I, I like it, man. I actually might you know, do a little sprinkle today. I think I'm going on both of them. I'll tell you what, because Minnesota won 7-2 to in the last meeting, and hmm. they have just been absolutely destroying the stars in the last few years here As a matter of fact i don't think the stars have won since 2019 and now they're still the underdog in the matchup i call fooey i think the stars might hammer down i think they might win four to one call me crazy now feel free to quote me later there you go there you have it money line dice roll of the day minnesota wild versus dallas stars partner anything else from you in regards to uh the old ice hockey action there no sir you were correct October 29th, 9, uh, 2019, 6-3 win for the Stars. Four straight wins since then for the Wild. Am I a hockey shark? I don't know. I guess the I, dice are. I think they are, too. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, quickly, fastly, in a hurry, actually, uh, put that back in there. Moneyline Dice, uh, hell of a stocking stuffer. You see the uh, little oh, yeah. black uh, black carrying bag right here. Um, I'll rip them out one more time real quick. Um, you guys saw them there on the roll and everything, but we were using Moneyline Dice well before we uh, even par partnered with them or started rolling them on the uh, show. 
They got home and away like we use on the show, obviously uh, Moneyline ATS and then the uh, wildcard die. But they also have just a straight over under and they also have a uh, unit. So if you can't figure out what units you want to use, it'll tell you how many units to throw down as well. That one gets a little bit more riskier. You want to put your faith in some (laughs) dice and a unit. Be careful. But um, these are absolutely electric. I I think at least for the last six months, I've been playing like one Moneyline play a day and I would say it's probably around 53, 54%. Like they, mm-hmm. it, it's insane. And you know what's crazy is actually right around this time last year, shout out Moneyline Dice, they uh, went on like a 22 and 0 streak. Like it was yeah. insane. It keeps coming up on my time hop because I have my Twitter linked to my time hop. And it keeps coming up that they were like on a 22 and 0 streak. So if you want to try and go on your own 22 and 0 streak with the Moneyline Dice, Head on over to MoneylineDice.com. I know, super hard to remember, but if you can't, just head on over to this episode's description. We got the link right there. You can hit right on the link, and it will take you right to their website. You can pick out the Moneyline Dice. You can pick out the tracking book, too. Maybe you're an MMA fan. You read, uh, shout out, my blog. Maybe you want to track your own MMA. Uh, be a judge for the uh, for the Saturday Fight Nights. We're uh, out of a card here for the next three weeks, but it'll be back, I promise. So maybe scoop it up. Get ready to be a judge the next time we have a fight card or you can pick out some of their merch, maybe a little hat, maybe a little shirt. Whatever they got over there is completely on limits. Nothing off limits over there, courtesy your boys at the TTL crew. You're getting a little bit of a discount over there too. Once you pick everything out, once again, nothing off limits. You add it all over to your cart. You get in said cart. You go over and enter code TTL10 at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. Hell of some stocking stuffers, if I do say so myself. They, uh, I don't want to say guaranteed, but I will say guaranteed cash you tickets from time to time. Uh, put your face in, faith in the dice. Your face in the dice. Put your faith in the dice and uh, get ready to start meeting us at the pay window with the cubicle, all-knowing objects that be the Moneyline Dice. Thank you, Dice. Dice. Thank you, Dice. There you go. There you have it. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas, everybody, over at MoneylineDice.com. Shot out. Okay. There we go. There we have it, partner. That would be the first half of the show. Let's get a little weird and drop it down in, uh, we were in fourth gear. We were burning some rubber. We were cooking through. Drop it back down into first gear. Kick it back just a little bit. Talk some shit. Relax. Maybe the next 25 minutes or so. Who knows? We do have a little bit of recording to get to at 1 p.m., so we'll see what happens here. But we always say take the over. So if you'd be so kind to kick it off, sir. Um, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 186 of the TTL pod on this absolutely B-E-A beautiful December the 20th. 2021. All right, dude. I, uh, I've been waiting for a couple days right, now. And uh, yeah, dude. Um, dude. As far as, so I'm bringing you into this one, partner, because Ooh. it is uh, all encompassing the world of fighting and professional Ooh. combat right now. Um, so as far as UFC, you do want to touch on that a tiny bit, but I hate to keep talking about it because it's a circus and I hate it, but at the same time, I love talking about it because I feel like an old man standing and uh, screaming at the cloud, yeah, sure. uh, which I sure. do enjoy from time to time, and I think this is a good one to get it out. But as far oh, as yeah. what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Jake Paul oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and what happened this past weekend. <laughs> so as far as, uh, so I want to talk about Saturday and then going forward here. As far as this past Saturday, I didn't watch it. I don't know if you ended up watching it, but... Yes, I did. A lot of every, rumblings. Every minute. A little bit of a dive, or was that legit? 
no, that was 150% legit. That was not a fucking dive. I, if you've been watching this show in any capacity, I'm sorry, Jake Paul. I apologize. You're fucking legit. I've been talking shit for a hot minute. Uh, maybe it's based off of my my background, my knowledge, where how what I used to put into it, and now there's no question in my mind that he the only reason why he moved to Puerto Rico was literally to do this. It's no bullshit. Like he, that's legit. I don't give a fuck if uh, Tyron is a wrestler. I don't give a fuck if he has no boxing background. I don't give a shit if he's now Owen two as a boxer. I don't care. He is a former. UFC welterweight murderer. You go back and watch any highlights, he flatlined, boys. There wasn't none of that. I mean, there was wrestling. He had a game to it, but he flatlined, boys. He had power in his right paw. It wasn't no a weakness, I don't question. think. No. no, 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 no. And to get dropped like that, boy, on that overhand right, oh, my days. I would. I watched I watched every minute of the fucking fight, dude, and when that happened, my jaw just, it just, I couldn't control it. My jaw just opened. I was just, no fucking way. I mean, straight forehead right to the mat. It was over with. It was insane. One of the craziest things I've ever seen. I got respect for him. It's absolutely insane. I already had respect for him as a businessman, as a content creator. What he does is absolutely insane. What the, what him and his brother, Logan and Jake, do. I mean, it's absolutely insane. But that all being said... Now I have respect for him as boxers, too, and sign me up for whoever the hell's next. I'll tune in. I, I think it's legit either way. If we stop the grabbing and the clinching and shit, I'm even in even more. So yeah. there you go. There you have it. I'm glad you mentioned it. As far as what, what is next, I saw on Twitter, don't know how legit it is, but that at least one random sports book, AG, has his next opponent odds. Oh. Any idea who number one is? I would toss my hat in the ring for either okay, so either Tony Fury or or Tommy Tom. Fury or uh, Tank Davis. So Fury was number two. Anderson Silva is three to one odds on this website. It was just it's. I mean, I've heard about it online AG, and it's actually uh, damn. That's not that's not that far out of the realm. It's not because Anderson's doing uh, maybe more seriously than Tyron because Anderson's been doing, you know, boxing events the last year or so at least. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, Anderson Silva is one of, if not my favorite, UFC fighter of all time. I don't know. What what are your immediate thoughts on as far as that is concerned? Sign me up. See if the kid's about it. See if the kid's about it, because, yeah, Anderson actually has been doing it for a hot minute. He is an old dog. I would hate to see Anderson Silva lose in that fight, though, man. Yeah, that I, would, would, I would, too, but I honestly, hurt. like, hey, it, it's it, it's time for the passing of the torch. We talk about yeah. the, just take the fact out that it's Jake Paul and just put in the fact that it's just another fighter quick and upcoming in the, in the ranks. For sure. For sure, that's I, fair. I'd look at this dude like a badass motherfucker. Like, if it was Anderson just a Silva's. random— like, because at the end of the day, Jake Paul is a random-ass motherfucker. Like, I guess you can as still kind of talk... As far as the boxing world. Yeah, yeah, I guess you can still kind of talk shit about Nate Rob the Nate Robinson fight. But he wasn't yeah. on this level when he flatlined Nate Robinson. Like, mm -hmm. he has only progressed in his game. And, dude, I, that would be insane against Anderson. Um, I don't know who else would be, like... They're, oh, um, I don't know if he could get, I don't know what weight they fight at, but um, Vitor Belfort. Vitor Belfort's been jacking uh. around with some boxing shit, and he, yeah, that's all bad, man. That's so, a bad man. 
to continue on this, I'm going to see if I can find it real quick again as far as the full list of odds. But there was another two. So Tommy Fury is 7-2 to two odds. Uh, Dylan Dennis and Nate Diaz each 7-1, to one, which I would be surprised. Uh, oh, did you maybe. see that video actually yeah, uh, of, of, of Nate, Nate, Diaz. Diaz, Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards? Oh, my Is that gosh. who that was, I, Leon Edwards? Yeah, it was Leon oh, Edwards. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I, I've I been waiting to ta- ask you, like, who the yeah. hell, who was that? What's the I, deal? I, I Is this just a random I, dude? I think so. I don't know who else that would have fucking been. Like, just from, like, his, just from his, like, outline and kind of what I saw and just, like, yeah. The whole Masvidal situation that happened before, like it, it just, it just seemed like that would be him. And like we haven't heard anything of Leon like since uh, for a hot minute. I don't even know since when. And I, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. I'll look a little bit deeper into it, but I'm almost positive it was uh, Leon. Okay. And I mean, he just, he like cocked back for the straight Stockton slap and fucking just throws both of his beers in the air, freaking the fuck hilarious. out. Well, fuck, I would be too if I got caught with a fucking two piece in the soda behind <laughs> the fucking scenes. I don't know. These fuckers, if somebody's swinging at me in front of people, generally, they're yeah. not going to be afraid to fucking continue to swing. So. Uh, that shit cracked me up. But odds continue. I'm sorry. Another rabbit hole. I still haven't found it. Um, I'm gonna see one last try here. Oh, okay, no, I found it. Uh, nice. I mean, and then it gets a little like kind of stretch after that. McGregor 15 to two. Nah. Jorge Masvidal 15 to two. Who kind of who actually challenged him in the UFC? You know what? I I would be interested in seeing a Masvidal versus um Jake Paul fight. To be honest with you, I really really would because Masvidal came up on the on the backyard boxing circuit. That's what his background That's is, fair, is yeah. boxing. I mean, he is a boxer. He's not a kickboxer like some even some of these guys. Like myself, I'm a kickboxer. If I if I found myself in a fight, you best believe I'm swinging the tree trunks. Like no no question yeah. about it whatsoever. I'm teep kicking, I'm throwing reverse spinning right. kicks, I'm throwing shit that you ain't ever fucking seen before because I have that fucking ability when most people are going to fucking flail their arms all over the place. So it's a whole different ball game. And that's kind of where my head goes as well with Anderson Silva. The spider's game, the reason why they call him the spider, the science of eight limbs, Muay Thai, elbows, hands, knees, feet, science of eight, eight limbs, two of each. That's what it is, man. And <laughs> boxing is a whole different world. It, it's yeah. just, it really, it really, really, really is. So I would actually be interested in that Masvidal fight. I really would. Okay. That, I think that would be a pretty, especially after he just got his head bounced off the floor like a fucking basketball against uh, Usman, who was supposed to wrestle him and ended up just flatlining him. I, I might buy into it. I might buy okay. into it. Last one, and I would be shocked because this would kind of be a step back, but Darren Williams at 9-1 to one, who beat uh, Frank Gore this past weekend. A little split decision for the old uh, U of I product. Yeah. Shout out. Did you watch that one? I didn't end up getting to watch that one. No, okay. I, I, well, cause I would have missed the Jake Paul and Tyron one, but I like saw the ESPN update. Darren Williams beats Frank Gore. I guess by that one was probably decision. at the same time as UFC, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was locked into that bad boy. Had a hell of a weekend. Shout out on the UFC blog. Way to close the year, kid. Way to close the year. There you go. Hope you uh, tailed. We didn't, ah, we didn't catch the damn don't bet against Brazilians parlay, but it was. I ended up uh, taking both Derek Lewis on your advice, but also took out Mr. Bilal Muhammad straight out of nice. Chicago, my friend. Nice couple nice. winners, dude. Nice. Hell yeah, absolutely. Nice freaking uh, plus money, Paul. I, I would have told you that what was going to happen, but I just I couldn't bet against Stephen Thompson. There's just sometimes Wonder Boy will show up and he will catch a motherfucker and they can't yeah. get him down. But I think he's his takedown defense isn't what it used to be, and I love Wonder Boy. Like I would never say that. Like I think it's still extremely high level. I would not be able to take him down. Let's get things straight here. First things first. But 
I just don't think yeah. it's the same. He, he's about to be 40 years old. I mean, this isn't football. He's not Tom Brady. Some point in time, you got to uh, think about what uh, what's the next phase here. And I mean, he's right. got a whole next phase. He teaches karate. He does everything. So maybe only a couple more fights for old Wonder Boy. I mean, what about as far as Bilal Muhammad? We kind of talked about it on either Thursday or Friday. First I mean, of all, his trajectory because he never really took a step back. He took that eye poke, and he, he, go ahead. So first of all, shout out just prime cut Chicago native. Like just you, you just write Chicago man in the fucking dictionary, and like you just pluck Bilal Muhammad right out of there. Like I just, I've I've encountered so many of my like friends of friends that are just like him that I'm like, dude, I know somebody, I know somebody just like him from fucking X Y Z area. Like shout out Chicago for sure. Great to see. As far as your question, um, he called out Usman. I wouldn't be mad to see that whatsoever. I think the high-level wrestling that he has can compete with it. I don't know about his striking. I think his striking needs to level up, but then again, he could shock the world. Who knows? He's now firmly within the top five. I don't know exactly what the ranking is now, but it comes. How quick, it might not come out till the afternoon. But Okay, that's what I was going to ask. How quick do they drop those rankings after I think it's Saturday like, night? I think it's like 2.30 or 3.30 our time, I think, I, I, and I could be totally wrong with that, but I, I think it's not till the afternoon. Either hasn't way. come in because he was 10 coming into that fight, and that's where I still see him at right now. Which yeah. And I was trying to think myself he's got to be jumping at least to seven if not higher than that. six or seven because Masvidal's at six i don't know if he would jump over yeah. him thompson was five though maybe he six fights, at the lowest maybe he fights masvidal i don't know maybe we talk so much about masvidal going well, to fight jake paul maybe unless leon's in line for a, a shot at uzman i mean well, i think because he did, didn't he say something he wants another shot at leon or was i hearing things well there? yeah and they should i mean fuck it finished yeah. on an eye poke like yeah. and and bilal didn't want to didn't want to stop regardless if he couldn't have seen right. out of that eye or not i mean i think bilal was winning that fight too so i don't know um i'd like to see a bilal leon rematch and then yeah. whoever wins that one gets usman because usman i mean he just he fucking dominated colby yeah. in in the rematch like it wasn't even funny so i and you think, said it go ahead and you said it as far as colby probably being the best challenger to usman but no, do we really need to see that again maybe no. maybe not i don't know no. If um if Bilal levels up his striking a little bit, which I yeah. think he will, and I think one more match with a high level striker like Leon Edwards would make it that him level that up, would and he combines that with also his his wrestling prowess. I mean, when he got freaking Wonder Boy against the cage, dude, he just took the seatbelt where he just like puts holds your hand behind your back and he just kept. I mean, these don't these don't fucking hurt, but they're annoying as all shit. And eventually, they start piling up. And eventually, you I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta okay, yeah. this is an, and you put yourself in a vulnerable position. Then next all thing, you, all of a sudden, you know, you got a, an arm wrapped around your neck. So, I I think that's the danger that Bilal presents to Kamaru. Like he might be, I think he might be a more high level wrestler than Colby. Like he's just he's obviously way thicker than Colby. Yeah. And I mean he. As far as body type, as far as any of the other 170 guys, and I'm trying to think of maybe, um, oh, uh, Brazilian um, Vicente Luque. Maybe outside yeah. of Vicente Luque, there's really nobody else that matches up body type-wise with Kamaru. Like, uh, I, pff, sign me up for a Kamaru and Bilal fight. I'm in. I'm in 150%. Oh, yeah. I think so. Either that or the Leon. But shout out, uh, last thing, as far as my uh, fight world talk, shout out Derek Lewis, man. The Black Beast. Yeah, dude. How was that, man, the underdog there? I I had to hammer it in because I'm a gigantic fan, and uh, I was more than okay with losing a few bucks, uh, you know, on someone that I love in the underdog spot. But what it is, man, 
what it is, man, is is these small fight cards is like people don't take the time to go back and like, oh, Derek Lewis lost his last fight. He must be fucking skidding now. He must not be good. Oh, wait, that was for the interim championship against Cyril Gaon, bro. Like, <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? And Chris Daukas, don't, don't get me wrong. Oh, Write yeah. his name down. He is going to be a UFC heavyweight for a long time. Humble in victory, humble in defeat. Love the guy. Love his brother, Kyle. I think this is going to be... You're going to hear the Daukas brothers in the UFC yeah. for a long, long time. But... He just ran into the absolute steamroller that is Derek Lewis. I mean, if Derek Lewis gets within whatever his arm is of you, five feet, five and a half feet, whatever the hell it might be, and he puts the babyest of taps on you, it's going to knock you back, and then you better believe four, five, six, seven, and eight are about to be followed up. And if those bombs don't pull you down, he's going to step back for a minute, and then the next one, two, and three are going to put you out. I. Shout out to Black Beast, man. I mean, he is an absolute animal. I would love to see him get the uh, the winner of Nganu and Gan. To be to honest say. with you, I would. Well, I think he deserves. I, it. And I, I, I'm a big fan of Francis. That Cyril Gan matchup for him is probably the worst possible heavyweight matchup. Would you agree? Yeah, he's too long. He's just too long yeah. for Derek. Derek just walks yeah. guys down, and like that's why guys like Daukus are a good matchup for him. Mm-hmm. They're they're the same size. They like to swing and bang where. Where all Gon will do is just keep you on the outside with his four thousand inch legs and two thousand inch arms. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I couldn't touch him if you gave me stilts on my arms for crying out loud. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even know. So yeah, I, I think that's the worst matchup for him. But then again, at the same time, like and Ganu ain't fucking no tiny guy either. So no. I don't oh, well, I mean, I guess as far up. as far as like just you know, as far as who's better, obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. Francis. But as you know, what I'm trying to say, as far as just I'm, like you know uh ski schematically or you know st- uh, strategically sure. bad matchup there for sure well hey january 22nd we find out who's the better man between those two aforementioned uh bongamin and the predator so th- that should be hey, absolutely insane absolutely insane i will be too that's gonna be a hell of a card i don't know what the uh the, what the first card up is actually that we're just quickly on this uh ufc rabbit hole um, uh Qatar versus uh Chikadze. Ooh, Calvin Cater against Giga Chikadze. Okay, Chikadze minus 220 favorite. We see get to uh see the return of Michael Pereira. That should be tight. Um wow, nothing real major. There's only five fights so far. Sounds like they're potentially I mean, sounds like they're still making moves as far as the next couple upcoming cards. Doc. Wow, so that's not until January the 15th. So we have one, two, three, yeah, three total weeks off, no UFC. Um, yep. Jeepers Creepers. I don't think there's like any, there's no PFL playoffs. There's nothing going on there. There's nothing Bellator. Oh, there might be something Bellator coming up, actually. I might have to take a look at that. Not, I don't ever think they have the Bellator odds out very often, though. It's usually sometimes only on DraftKings. But um, good good time to rest for the UFC. We uh, At least we closed it out strong. At least we closed it out cash and tickets. You won't see my UFC blog for a little while now, obviously. So I got to fill it in with a little something, something. I, I don't want to not write for three weeks. So maybe dish out a couple of shorter little little who knows what the hell is going on kind of deals. Um Outside of that, anything else uh, fight worldwide, partner? I don't think so, dude. I think that's uh, that about takes care of all of it. If I'm not missing anything, uh, no, I don't think you are. I mean, there was a couple other uh, really solid scraps on the card that we oh, obviously yeah. didn't go through. Um, as as far as just like fights over your boy Ricky Simone turning oh, yeah, up baby. on Rafael Sunsao. I told you Rafael Sunsao is on his way out. 
Uh, I had Mateus, a, that was one of my a uh, little bit of everything. That was my UFC leg was Ricky. Yeah, Mateus Gamrot. <laughs> go ahead. I, I was watching. I I can't remember if it was during the NFL game. There was I had three screens going on. Watch locked into the other two, and the next thing I know, I look over and Ricky's getting his hand raised. Uh, yeah, what? Yeah, what the hell did I miss? Him, knocked him out in 12 <laughs> seconds. I mean, it was yeah. there and it was over. Uh, Mateus Gamrot, uh, he beat Diego Ferreria. That was a, uh, I mean, it was a KO, TKO, TKO victory, but it looked like Diego got hurt in there, so that was a little BS. Cub Swanson took out Darren Elkins. That was electric as hell. Gerald Milshot got another submission victory. Justin Taffa might be back. Huge KO. Yeah. Melissa Gatto took care of Sajara Eubanks. That was huge. Hit her with a liver kick. Oh, my gosh, that was insane. Oh, that was... That was absolutely insane. I told you, back Gato, back Gato. I mean, <laughs> Sayara Eubanks, I mean, Sayara Eubanks, she's... She's she's solid, but, I mean, she's she's on her way out, so they... Yeah, hey, that, hashtag oh, DBA that was beat. lethal, too. Yeah, big time. It was real lethal. Charles Jourdain could have won by TKO. He just pieced Andre UL apart for all 15 minutes. Um, and then outside of that, there's a couple other decent fights, decent scraps in between. But, yeah, hell of a weekend of fights for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, bowl season kicking off. Games on Saturday were solid. We talked a little bit about that with uh, with our pick of the day, Old Dominion Monarch. Shout out, plus 9.5, plus 8.5, wherever you're finding it, on your favorite book. Um, outside of that, partner, uh, college basketball starting to really pick up now. We have the, uh, the, Diamond, the Diamond Head Classic coming up, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm honestly not sure. I haven't looked ahead too far. Maybe not. I think that's like the big Christmas tournament. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm totally off. I can't remember. Diamond Head Classic. Yeah. 2021 Hawaii Airlines Diamond Head Classic. I don't know when. Yeah, it starts Wednesday. Wednesday at 2. BYU favored to win it. Minus 130. Um, Not really like, oh my gosh, this is such a great field. BYU, Vanderbilt, Stanford, Wyoming, Liberty, Northern Iowa, Hawaii, and the USF Bulls. So, nah, I mean, a little something, something. probably some little betting something, worthy something. action, but uh, yeah, 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 you know, it'd probably be a little uh, Christmas time championship, Christmas Day championship deal. Arizona Tennessee on Wednesday, dude. Ah, uh, that's gonna be a fucking good one. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm disappointed Speaking that of. Tennessee and Memphis game got canceled the other day, dude. Yeah, dude, I know. We uh, actually, it's funny because my uh, my motivation minutes are kind of something in relation to that. But yeah, we went to the dirt on that one and then almost killed each other, and it ended up fucking getting canceled. That that was gonna be a really good game, dude. I, I'm I'm bummed that one. I hope it gets rescheduled for some point in time. I haven't heard any news on it yet, but um, that'll be coming up. Uh, kind of speaking of this week, Wednesday, everything rolling around. Um, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. Obviously, today's Monday. No shit, we'll have a show. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll still have the show. And then Thursday, that's 23rd. Um, so we'll probably do something a little different. I don't know, maybe dive through, just like kind of do how we do Cup of Joe on campus. Maybe just a little more sure. kickback. Do like, um, just kind of run, through, some, run through the college football. Christmas college Day back. football game. Yeah. Yeah, we can just kick back. Nothing, uh, not, uh, not like my picks, your picks, special play. Maybe we'll dish out a special play, do something a little fun, whatever the case might be. But, We'll do uh, we'll do a Christmas spectacular on Thursday. We'll do that kind of uh, deal there. Then we won't have Friday show, Christmas Eve, no cup of Joe on campus Saturday, Christmas Day, and then we'll be back to business. And then New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I think it's already getting a fucking week ahead, but that's the same thing Friday, Saturday. So we'll probably do probably do the same thing in that regard. I don't know. Maybe uh, New Year's Day we end up or New Year's Eve we end up having a show because that's uh, college football playoff, all that stuff. Yada yada yeah. yada. Maybe yeah. we don't. 
Who knows what the hell's going on, but we're sticking in the moment. We're sticking in this week, one day at a time. Um, all we know right now, no uh, no Friday or no Saturday show. No Cup on campus, no episode of TTL Pod on Friday. So, speaking of uh, additional content, shows, Wise Words, Season 2, Episode 4, featuring the legendary, innovator, young entrepreneur in our space, Ted Mousey, CEO and co-founder of the Chalkboard app, uh, was our guest for that. It dropped last Wednesday. If you haven't stopped by and watched, stop by. If you haven't stopped by any of our uh, shows, uh, make sure you stop by there as well. We've had some absolutely electric guests in season two here. Season one was an absolute blast. We have another legend in the industry actually joining us today. We're recording uh, season two, episode number five, the halfway point. Uh, Ten episodes a season, you know the drill. Um, but recording that today at 1 p.m., so can't wait to do that. That'll drop this upcoming Wednesday, as always, the 22nd at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Outside of that, uh, R-Mags, probably you'll still have your uh, extra cheddar this upcoming week. A little Christmas extra cheddar this week, dude. Ooh, I love the sound of that. A little little (laughs) something underneath the Christmas tree for you there. Did you see Rodgers to Aaron Andrews uh, after the game yesterday? I was wrapping up some stuff late night. I didn't see the interview. He He was kind of laughing about the game, and then uh, because if you didn't see it, he tied his far for Packers touchdown record. And I'm like, oh, you get uh, get a chance on Christmas. And he's like, yeah, you guys will be with us. Christmas in Green Bay. Where else would you rather be? Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely love it. Oh shit! Actually, dude, this whole uh, this whole global warming shit. I mean, we are uh, we ain't got no snow. What the hell is going on, man? I don't know if we're even gonna have a uh, white Christmas. I, I I'm, 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 I've been I've been standing outside doing my it's snow like a dance. Rainy Christmas. I, I I swear to you, I've been standing outside doing my snow dance, saying, hey. Uh, we ain't having this shit. Usually by late November here in the old Windy City, we get absolutely blasted. A little bit, at least and once. Then, yeah. At least one time, and then it, it hangs out until about the week of Christmas, and we ain't got neither one yet. So, are we heating up? I don't know. Who the fuck am I? Know, yeah. I ain't one of them scientists. I just talk about fucking sports and betting. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I ain't up freezing my ass off whenever I go nope, outside I to will the tell fullest you that. degree, at least. I will tell you that. It's, it's, it's not as much... Full blown. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's more of a shit, 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 shit. Not as, not as, not as bad. It's more of a toned down version of what it usually is. Hey, not the full. Like I, not saying I'm a believer, but maybe I don't know. You know, like I went out to the store a couple times. Went for a walk to the store. If it wasn't, you know, I was still like, oh, this kind of sucks. But normally, it'd be like, fuck that. I, I'm not even leaving my couch this weekend. But hey, no problem. You know, no problem for the kid. There you go. There you have it. Uh, outside of that, we got a uh, loaded week, plenty of action coming up. We'll have you guys covered all the way through it, plus some. Outside of that, partner, um, before I get everybody out of here, uh, oh, uh, stop by our Linktree episode's description. You'll find all of our uh, additional content, all of our social media platforms, and TalkingTheLine.com. If you want to just stop by TalkingTheLine.com, you'll see all of our shows. Every one of them has an individual tab for themselves. We also have uh, Today's Best Bets, Live Lines, and Odds. You can bet right from our website, our blogs, everything in between. Stop by, check it out, TalkingTheLine.com. Outside of that... Anything late-breaking news-wise, partner, anything TTL-related, anything that myself forgot to dish out that yourself would like to close things up with? 
Only thing we didn't mention, Chris Godwin out for the rest of the regular season. Could oh, be available shit. for the playoffs, man. I didn't know how bad uh, that was. Su- oh, suffered an MCL sprain. And good grief, dude. I've talked about it before. Obviously, T's and P's, this isn't one as important. But uh, thankfully, he cashed my uh, season future ticket by about 25 yards before he yeah, left you hate, for the fucking you, game of the season, you, dude. You hate, you hate to look at it that way, but... Thank goodness. He was 25 yards away coming into the game, picked up like 50-something. I was like, okay, Could you imagine? Nice. Could you imagine? took care of it. And then Could I see he's out for the imagine? year, and I was like, oh. Could you imagine? Nice. Yeah, T's and P's to Chris Godwin for sure, though. Um, that, that was a wild hit, you know. Obviously, they're trying to, like, defenseless receiver, protect guys, whatever, high, low. This is yeah. like, I don't know what is what anymore. And, like, obviously, you're going to see more of that shit because they don't want him to go high. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. Collinsworth was talking about it last night. I thought he did kind of for the first time. I was like, "Yeah, well, Collinsworth, you're not you're not being biased towards anybody. You're just yeah. shooting it straight." I like what you're saying, well, man. Absolutely, I really like what you're saying, dude. So. Like the broadcasters on these Packers games, like obviously I love it, but like there, the Fox broadcast yesterday again, much like the Sunday night one, is just he's the best quarterback in the league we all know how good he is man we like Packers fans are like yeah like for a while I would always push back on people hating on all these and I was like whatever man like whatever and now like the last couple weeks it's just been like all right man like maybe talk about what's been going right on with the left tackle or something like that I don't know dude you know what's funny is that the way you just closed that right there is a hell of a segue into my motivation minutes okay, of the go day ahead, and maybe be taking away a little bit of our biases. And I think it's a hell of a time to actually talk about it and speak about it and think about it. So let me change the ticker real quick. My go motivation ahead. minutes of the day, partner, we can have a little bit of back and forth on this one as well because it actually fucking ties into it once again. Interesting. Um, so as per usual, uh, first of the two weekly John Wooden quotes, legendary college basketball coach, if you don't know, uh, coached the UCLA Bruins a long time. He's uh, starting to kind of uh, fade into history, and I don't like that because he is a very wise guy. There's even quotes that I find or that I tell Mags, he's like, damn, I I didn't even know John Wooden actually said that. And I say the same thing to myself a lot of times when I'm looking through these two. So I like to bring him back to light and things he said because he has loads of wisdom and they're very short, quick little hitters that we can talk a, a little bit on, have a little bit of perspective on, and will completely change the way you look at day-to-day life. So, without further ado, the first one of the week. From the legendary coach, John Wood. Whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. Whatever you do in life, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. Now, I'll take it back to number one, Saturday's TTL showdown. Okay. You loved, love, love the Tennessee Volunteers. I love, love, love the Memphis Tigers, and we weren't coming off of it either way. Hell, there were people even told me they thought we were about to jump through the screen at each other and strangle each other. And then not even 30 seconds later, we were having open conversation on another game, and a game after that, and a game after that. And wouldn't you look, we already had open conversation on Memphis and Tennessee, so... I consider Mags a pretty smart fellow over there. I uh, trust his opinion from time to time, you fucking goon. Um, but what I will say is that we do have disagreements. We don't agree on any everything all the time, and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about it is like, I mean, look, prime time here. I got bears on my shirt. He's got fucking Packers on his hoodie, and, you know, he just 
like what you just said about Rodgers, what, how have I've come to start to like Rodgers and, and like uh, the, the, the culture. I don't got to like the fucking Packers. I'm a Bears fan, but the culture and, and how you've started to see the Bears and like, man, this is this fucking culture. This is, get it changed, man. I'm tired of seeing this shit. We've been able to have these open floors, have these times to get at each other's necks and, oh, this is, this is my side. I'm the right side. I know what I'm talking about. You do too, but wait a minute. Damn, actually... You're a smart motherfucker when you're talking about this shit. I think I you you know you, damn you know what you're talking about. So maybe I can mesh your even though I might think it's bullshit opinion in with eh, my bullshit opinion actually too, and we can all make it one happy opinion. So instead of surrounding yourself with people who are not going to be abrasive, I know that sounds a little a little harsh, but I think be having a little bit of abrasiveness in relationships is good. Being able to scuffle a little bit and say, nah, your opinion ain't worth a fuck. No, my opinion is worth a fuck. But also come at the middle at the end of the day and say, ah, you know what? Even even though I hated you on that, I still love you at the end of the day. I love your opinion. I value your opinion, what you're saying. Because if you don't do that and you surround yourself with just people who are going to tell you what you want to hear and do what you want to do and, and, and go with the crowd like I've talked about in the past, you're never going to get anywhere in life. You're never going to change. You're never going to have new thoughts. You're never going to grow and develop and, and mature and get to that next level of your life. It just won't ever happen. I mean, it's it's point blank period. So instead of maybe being left or right or black or white or gray or, or wherever you find yourself on any situation, instead of being that, maybe you just be neutral. Maybe just listen to everybody. Maybe just intake everything and and have no no opinion whatsoever and that's one thing i'm really proud that we do here mags is is we don't bring in any of that outside stuff and we're very neutral and we're down the middle and yeah we might disagree on bears and packers or memphis and tennessee or whatever the case might be but we always shoot right down the middle and everybody always knows where we stand i mean we're open we're raw and and that's that's what it takes in this life is to find people who are smart, who have a, uh, well, maybe even if it's a nickel size, like old me and Mags rolling around brain in between their ears, if they got that and they're willing to argue with you, I can guarantee you those people are going to get you a lot farther in life than uh, people who are just, yep, yes, yes, uh-huh, absolutely, to every single opinion that you have. So whatever you do in life, my friend, surround yourself with smart people who will argue with you. Mags, I'll... Uh, digress back to you just a little bit as usual uh that does it for my motivation minutes of the day any thoughts on today's quote of the day from john wood i love it my friend i mean yeah you kind of nailed it that is uh, a large part of why you and i work out on and off the screen i would say my friend um yep. yeah because i mean there's it's it goes you can apply it to so many different things like and that's one thing why i like sports gambling because as far as the memphis and tennessee example um you know, we'll figure out who's right or wrong. And the person who's wrong is going to be at the end of the day, the person who's wrong is going to be like, damn, yeah, fuck you were right. And yep. you know, the person who wins, maybe they'll do a little like lighthearted jab, but they're not gonna be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yep. You were yep. so wrong. Yep. yep. And that's why one thing. Yeah. That's why I like our sports gambling showdowns. And uh, you know, as far as things that don't have tangible things like that, you're right. We can always meet in the middle or at least respect the other person's opinions. And that's not uh, what you see too often these days anymore. My friend. Nope. And that's what they want. Whoever the fuck they are, they want division. They want everybody. I 
I'm on my side, and I'm on my side, and you fucking suck, and you're a piece of shit, and you don't fucking know what you're talking about, and I know everything, and you fuck you, fuck you, bitch, bitch, It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit at the end of the day. How about, let's just love each other. Let's send out some positivity. Everybody. Let's send out some goodness, not all this bullshit toxicity. We'll start here at Talking the Line Sports Media. If all these other fiddle-faddle motherfuckers want to keep dishing it out, go right on ahead. But we're making a stand. We ain't doing it. Positivity and love coming out of anything that's got the old TTLC along. Uh-huh. How about that, baby? <laughs> Sorry, had had to flick. Wanted to keep you guys in suspension. There you go. There you have it. Officially now, my friends, my motivation minutes of the day. Okay, 39 minutes after the top of the hour. I got some shit to get to before we got a 1 o'clock recording. recording. So... There you go. There you have it. That is uh, TTL Pod, episode number 186, unless you have anything remaining, partner. No, sir. Let's lock it down. All right. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide, for myself and Mags, thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 186 of the TTL Pod, and every day that you decide to do so, We see each and every one of you, and we appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Your likes, your follows, your views, your subscriptions, your shares, everything in between. This whole growing of our brand, putting our content out there, everything in between would not be possible without each and every one of you. So once again, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll see you a couple more times, but I'll just start saying it throughout the rest of the week. Merry Christmas. It's about to be Santa Claus coming to town season, boys and girls. I cannot fucking wait. We'll be getting festive more and more as the days roll on, but until you see us again. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, get today's best bets of the day locked in that we gave to you on the first half of the show, so you can stay with us at the second half and end of the show. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>